Hey, podcast listeners and viewers. Thanks for joining me today. Today, I have Emily Couture. She's going to be talking about her newly published book, The Bird and the Whale. It's a children's book, but it's not just for kids. So I hope you sit back, listen, or watch this and enjoy it. And don't forget, please share this podcast or video wherever you're watching or listening it on. Thanks. Uh, yeah, so my name is Emily Couture. Yes, um, I am married to Ryan Couture, who is uh, the son of Randy Couture. So we've been married about almost seven, seven years, almost seven years. And uh, we, yeah, we just took over the gym officially from Ryan's dad last year. And we are running it completely. Well, my husband's running it because I'm at home with the baby right now. Uh, so we are busy full time. There's a lot going on, but we're having a lot of fun. And you know, taking over something off of Randy's plate because he's too busy out there being a movie star and uh, traveling the world. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, like I said, you've got a plate full. You're, you're super busy, but you had enough time uh, to write a, a book. Your first book, I right? did. This is my first book. Um, not the last. It is the first one. Uh, I actually started the, I got the idea in April of 2018, I was on a whale watching trip in California uh, and I didn't see any whales, uh, which was kind of a bust. We saw a bunch of seals, but I saw a bird land kind of like on the water near the seals. And my mind just started going about, you know, how crazy is this for a bird having all this knowledge of the you know the skies and the air and it's kind of limitless where they can go but then there's this entire other world of the ocean which even as humans we don't know you know we know more about space and you know than the bottom of the ocean you know in some regards uh and and it was really interesting for me to see this bird and i thought there's so much that the bird doesn't know and there's so much that the whale doesn't know and they'll never know about each other's world and kind of how that relates to us and in, in insert whatever polarizing you know situation whether it's you know just the human experience and politics or religion or different philosophies and even just geography you know different ways of life and and how how I experience things and how you experience things are going to be very different and kind of um, the bird and the whale came out of that sort of quest of how do we understand this what the unknown like how do we understand the something that we can't understand and it's through engaging in, with the other you know the other person or from this shared experience you you know you're able to learn from the other side you know and kind of see it and that's where the birds and whales came um you know in a kid's book <laughs> it's a real meaty way to describe a children's book but it's like it's really cute i mean i have it here so it's uh, i did you get a chance to I read mean, it the, the yeah i the writing and the illustration is fantastic you know when i thank you for sending me um, a sample copy to read too mm -hmm. uh, i found myself reading it in the way that i remember reading uh dr seuss just the way uh the cadence of how i was reading it and this book yeah. at least to me lends itself really to be read out loud uh, which i thought and think is so fantastic for for kids you know for yeah for their kids I wanted it to be that way. The rhyming is for, you know, so it, it resonates with children and, you know, they'll memorize it because sometimes, you know, kids are going to be having this read to them that don't necessarily know how to read yet. 
and that rhyming will allow it to, to memorize it a little easier. And it also, the, the rhythm and, and the, the words that I chose, it's just as much for the, the parent or adult reading it as it is for the kid. You know, I wanted this to be a message that kind of resonates on, on both ends of, you know, the spectrum that for the, the person who's reading it and to the kid, I think it's a really important message for all of us, no matter, you know, what your age is. I even put on the book, this book is for all ages. That was a question I got a lot of, what's the age group? What's, who is this for? You know, what age? And I'm like, it's for everybody. It's for you. It's for your grandma. It's for your neighbor. It's for your friend. It's for everybody. So um, the rhyming I thought was just really fun. And that's kind of how my brain works. I've, um, I've in jobs in the past at like Christmas parties, like holiday Christmas parties, I'll rewrite the night or the, for the night before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll rewrite it to fit my job. So I, I used to, you know, re- make it kind of personalized for the office and kind of slip in some inside jokes, but it was always really easy to be like, how do you do it? I'm like, I don't know. I, I, I couldn't write the next great American novel, but let me tell you, I can rhyme some words up here. That's my only skill. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you got the job done because again, like you were saying, this really is for all ages and there's stuff in there that, um, that hopefully adults will pick up not only children, but adults. And like I said, there, there's definite messages in there. Uh, you know, cause part of what I really wanted to ask you and you already answered it, it was this book was the story is written to where, um, at least to me, it speaks about diversity and how it doesn't matter how diverse, how different you are. And, but there are similarities because I loved how you talked about the, the fin and the wings different, but similar, you know, and they're, yeah. they're looking at each other as well, that's different, but they kind of function and do the same things for us. I think it's so easy to look at someone and think, you know, you look at the opposite first, right? Like you might think, okay, the, what's our age different and our gender is different and our socioeconomic standing and our hair and our, you know, all of these things, right? Like that you, when you first meet somebody that you kind of, you take in this, what what are the opposites or you take note of? And I wanted to kind of look at in this, and this is April, 2018. So there was a lot happening politically and there was a lot happening, you know, and it's not a political book at all. I don't want to say that, but in a time of, of real divisiveness in families and friendships and relationships, I wanted to go, okay, let's strip away what I believe, what you believe, the things we've learned, what are the things that unite us, right? So let's focus on something, even boiling it down to something so small that you take a, 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 a bird and you take a whale. And yes, there's different whales and they eat different things, but what, is, what do they have in common, right? They both like to eat a fish, right? Even these tiny little fishes that they eat. On some level, there is something that unites us all. And if we can stop and focus on the similarities between us and the other, if you will, right? The, the unknown, the people who we think we don't agree with or we, we're afraid of, of, of not, not sure of how we're going to relate to them and, and how we're going to bridge that, that gap, even if it's just down to we like to share fishes to eat, right? Like I say that in the book. I, I, wanted to, I want people to focus on, hey, we've got a lot going on and it's a lot of of differences but let's focus on even at the very smallest level of sharing a meal together and go from there and see that there's really a lot more that unites us and keeps us apart yeah and this book of yours um you know as we're saying at the beginning and as you mentioned that 
you want it to be for all ages. And mm-hmm. I think it's got a simple and a um, complex message, both. But at the, at the core of it, it's, it's so simple to read and understand that we are all alike. There's, like you said, there's something similar. There's something that unites us. So yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, oh, it thank you. Really well I, thought, I thought I, uh, when I chose the bird and the whale, I even wanted to go as far as, you know, my, when I was going through the editing process, a friend of mine said, you know, let's look at the, the voice, right? The, the gender of the bird and the whale. And even to the point of making the bird female and the, the whale, the male, right? Like, mm-hmm. The, usually it's the woman who's like nervous and afraid and is more timid and is more. So I, I even flipped that on its head and I wanted to make the bird a little more assertive and I wanted to make the bird kind of the one that was, you know, everything was pretty thought out. I know it seems like it's like, it's a, it's a kid's book, but I really wanted to take care in, in making sure that I, I challenged some of the, the norms and I wanted to, uh, I wanted to make sure that this this spoke to kids and adults and that I addressed a lot of different areas, even if it's something that a kid's not going to pick up on. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just it's it's not just going to be this small female bird that's afraid of the whale. Right. Like I wanted to I want the whale to be the one that was a little nervous and wasn't sure, even though it has this big dominating physical presence. So, I mean, I might be the only one that ever <laughs> picked up on that or <laughs> put too much thought into it. But, um, you know, I I've really enjoyed, you know, having this as my project. And I, you know, I started writing it in in April, 2018 and the words came quickly. And then I really struggled to find an illustrator and Mm. I found somebody in New York, but then they didn't return my calls and it was a little weird. And I was like, well, I'm not putting your name on the book if you're not going to take my phone call. (laughs) And then a a friend of our, actually Ryan's a friend of Ryan's who um, he grew up with. He, he's a writer and an editor. And he said, Hey, let me, let me put a call out to some people and see who I can find. And um, one of the first references that I was given was this was Catherine John of uh, Flow Studios. She was um, up in like DC area in, in Canada. And we, she was the first person I reached out to and we totally hit it off. And I just went page by page and I said, here's my vision, but I have like the artistic capability of a paperweight. Like I can't draw a hangman. Like I can't draw anything. Okay. Like it is embarrassing. Um, and, and I explained to her kind of my vision and, and we, over the process of actually my, my whole pregnancy <laughs> was, I was like, we, I got a baby coming. We got to finish this book. And she was incredible. And she made it happen. And like a few days before I delivered my son, I was kind of like, are we good? Like this is going to the printer. I just need you to take the rest of it. And she did an amazing job of bringing kind of my vision to life. And, um, something that's really special to me, uh, with this book is that, uh, my grandfather, was an author and illustrator and he wrote a series of children's books called Tomas the Tortoise. Uh, he was did some really he did work with Elvis and Disney and he did some major artwork here in town in Las Vegas. Um, but the fact that I was able to kind of carry on that family legacy and publish my first book and you know in his memory he died nine days before our wedding. Uh, and so he never got to see this but um, he has a couple of unfinished projects that I'm I'm hoping to carry on. So this is the first book of uh, my couture publishing, you know, venture, but not the last. I've got some stuff in the works and I'm really excited now that I kind of figured it out because I just did this on my own. You know, this was, this is a real learning process. And Catherine, my, my illustrator was instrumental in helping me figure this out. Cause I don't know if you know this, but pregnancy doesn't make you any sharper. 
<laughs> you don't sleep. That's for sure. <laughs> you know, I wanted to ask you because you said that you started in on this, uh, the thought process of this in 2018. Um, mm -hmm. And baby gestation periods aren't that long. <laughs> and you no, have, no. <laughs> your baby is only a couple of months old. Yeah. Um, did, did being pregnant change a course of how your story was written? Um, since you did have this long period of, you know, a thought process of how I'm going to write it, but you also said that the, the words really came to you relatively quickly, right? Um, the, the, yeah, the, the core of the book. Yeah. The core of the book kind of came to me very quickly and then I shelved it. Right. Like I, I'm like, is this going to be something, you know, how do you just go, Hey honey, I wrote this weird long poem story about a bird and a whale. Like we were just, you know, out day drinking on a boat, looking at fish. Like it wasn't, you know, I, I didn't really know how to broach. So the first person I let read it was Ryan, my husband. And, and I said, Hey, I don't really know what this is, but do you want to read it? And he read it and he was like, no, this, there's something here. And we kind of, I showed it to a few more people and it wasn't lost, right? Like the, the, the commas weren't in the right place. And I had some words that need to be tweaked and, and some phrases that need to be, you know, changed around. Uh, but I started it and then kind of put it away. You know, I, I, I had this thing, but I didn't know what it was. And then absolutely, uh, when I, when we found out we were pregnant, I thought, wow, this is, this is something that I want to finish because I want to be able to read this to my son, but also I want this message to be out there. You know, I want to, I want this message to be there for not only my, my child, but for my nieces and nephews and, and for friends, kids and teachers that I know who I let read it, who are like, I would love to share this in my classroom. You know, I, I would love to have this as part of our curriculum. And I, I would love to get this message out there, which is so incredibly, you know, so flattering and, and so wonderful that they, they felt that it was even worthy of, of being shared. But I was like, I really got to finish this because I've heard, you know, once the kids here, you don't have a lot of extra time. <laughs> so yeah. that was really the, the kind of, all right, here's the timer. We, you know, my baby was, he was born May 5th and I was like, we have to finish this before then. So I really buckled down and I had some incredible friends in the editing process that, that helped out and the illustrator and um, my wife has my whole, you know, team of people that helped to, to make this happen. And I'm just so thrilled that it's out and that I can actually read it to my son. You know, I, I wanted this to be part of, you know, his bedtime routine, you know, I want him to know every word of this story. And more importantly, I want him to kind of, I want him to grow up knowing that we are going to look for the good in others. And we're going to look for what unites us. And we're going to be a problem solver. And we're going to be kind. And we're going to always look for just, you know, that that good out there and how we can be a part of it and how we can grow that. Sounds like a movie in the making from the book. <laughs> so is Randy or Ryan going to play the whale? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, size wise, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Randy. That was funny. The whole pregnancy, everyone was like, "Your baby." They used the words like meaty and chunky and beefy, and I'm like, "I know, I know." My father-in-law is, you know. And then I finally, toward the end of my pregnancy, uh, Randy and his mom, Grandma Sharon, his mom, she's like, "You know, you know, Randy was ten and a half pounds." And Randy told me how much he weighed, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a toddler. I'm gonna have the biggest baby." So yeah, no, he, uh, my, my child is definitely, I, I sent a friend a picture of him today and he has this big old buff arm and I was like, hello from Popeye's mom. Oh, he has these cute. big guns and he didn't get them from me. That's definitely all the couture genes, <laughs> but his ears are good. His ears are not cauliflower ears yet. And I'm, 
protective mama. I'm not letting that happen. Oh, you, well, you say yet, and you're probably right yet. So I know. Yeah, he's only two months old. I got a, I got a little bit of time before daddy scoops him up and uh, takes him to the gym. Yep. Uh, so, you know, what I'm enjoying hearing you talk about and say is everything, but how you are so inclusive of everybody, I, everything from when you say our pregnancy, you know, not my baby, not our, and then my team. So, I mean, I commend you for saying that and for, you know, being no. inclusive and sharing the credit, uh, because yeah, I, you can't do this on your own. You're, you're right. And, and there's a lot of people that go out there and try to do things on their own without reaching out. And I also think it's fantastic how you uh, used a team of people or group of people and had them read the book first rather than just scribbling something down and throwing it out there. So part of that that I wanted to ask you is, did you have to go through a lot of rewrites or was it pretty, pretty solid right from the beginning? The, the basic framework is pretty solid, but I sent it to our friend Chaz and his wife, Amanda. So Chaz is in the industry. He's a, he's an, a writer and an editor, and he does this for a living. And I sent it to, to him, and I, I had some people read it, and they, I kind of was like, listen, I'm open to critiques. I'm open to suggestions. You know, I'm not – I've never done this before. And I think even going back to the message – it's okay to not know how to do something. It's okay to ask somebody else. It's okay to be wrong. Um, and I was very, I think I was pretty humble throughout this process because I was kind of like, I don't want to mess this up. I would rather go to the people who know what they're doing and do it the right way the first time. And doing that is knowing I don't have all the answers, but I'm going to figure it out. And I, I went to them and I said, hey, you know, and I got a lot of, hey, maybe not this word and kids aren't going to, you know, know what this means. And I think this works a little bit better. So we had some minor tweaks along the way. Um, even some, you know, I tried to make things too wordy and they're like, it's for kids. Simplify. Like you don't have to add the extra syllable, the extra, you know, try to keep that cadence down and the, the rhyming scheme. So I was really open to that because I, I leaned on people who knew what they were doing better than I did. My um, Kat, you know, Kat, Catherine, the illustrator, she was incredible in this process because she has several books that um, that have been published and she's very successful in the industry. And I was very lucky that she chose to work with me. You know, she latched on. She's like, I love this story. I want to be a part of this. I'm like, great, because I don't know what I'm doing. So <laughs> uh, let's help each other out. And she was really, uh, really helpful in guiding me along and kind of telling me what to do. And, and again, I, at no point did I think I knew better than anybody, you know, I had a vision and I wanted to be true to the story in, in that regard, but I was very open to it, you know, just like, you know, going back to our gym, extreme couture, right? There's that team, the pro team. Yes. The fighters go out there and individually they get their glory, but you're nothing without your team and your coaches. You know, that's kind of the same mentality that I took to the book that yes, it's, these are my words but I need help getting to this place, whether my uncle who is in printing, who helped me with the actual printing of the books. And now I have a thousand of them here at the house <laughs> um, <laughs> that we're selling, you know, but um, it, it was just, it was a, it was a group effort and it was really something that I'm very proud of for a lot of reasons, you know, for, for me to get this out there, it's something so personal, right? Whenever you release something that your words, your art, you know, something like a poem or your story, you know, something that just existed in your mind that you didn't have to share with everybody, but you did. Now I'm taking a risk. And luckily, you know, we've had over a hundred books, you know, a hundred orders for multiple books and, and stuff over the last week. And I'm pretty happy with how it's going. And we're, I was invited to be part of the Las Vegas Book Festival coming up this October. 
So Congratulations. My, yeah, I'm very excited. We've got a, a pretty, a pretty strong book festival coming up and they've invited me to present. I'll read the book and I'll come up with an activity uh, for the kids and I'll do some readings at some schools here. Uh, some teacher friends of mine have invited me and then as part of the book festival, I'll, I'll go around and, and read the book at some schools. So we're getting out there, you know, some, there's a bookstore in Florida that wants to carry the book already. And I'm just figuring out how to do this one step at a time. Also while sleeping two hours at a time at night with my baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm wearing sweatpants below this. You can't see this. I am not, <laughs> I'm still in full mom mode. My baby's just upstairs with his dad on the play mat. <laughs> I, I'm guilty of that too. I got my you know, collared shirt here, but I got shorts on and no shoes. If COVID taught us anything last year, right? This, this uh, quarantine chic, right? You just have to be presentable from here up. But it's like, am I wearing pants? We don't know. It's fine. Nobody, nobody cares. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Say, um, so you've got a thousand books there. You, you've already had pre-orders and sales for a hundred and bookstores wanting to carry your book. Yeah. So a couple of things. You have Couture Publishing now. So... Mm -hmm. Are folks able to go to the www.couturepublishing.com and purchase books there? And Absolutely. Can they get uh, digital and can they get hard copies? And I think you have something like there's the first, what, a hunt, first hundred? Well, if it is the first hundred, they're all gone. Um, signed hardback books or something? Hardback? So the first print, the first run that I've, that I've done is, and I have them here. So I have uh, a thousand of these. These are actually hardcover of the book with a dust jacket signed by me. And these are the first thousand books uh, will be signed and they are hardcover books with the dust jacket. And these are from couturepublishing.com. Uh, so we will be filling those. Those are all coming through my direct sales. I'm in the process of as those start to, you know, as our stock starts to dwindle, uh, which is a great problem to have. Um, I'm looking at ways to, to, to branch out on other, uh, you know, avenues of selling. And un unfortunately, I don't know what those all are yet, but I do know that there are physical bookstores that want them. But buying directly from me at the couturepublishing.com is the easiest way to get the book. Uh, they'll be sold at the book festival. And I do believe that Barnes & Noble is the authorized seller at the book festival, the Las Vegas Book Festival in October. Uh, so they will uh, buy a certain amount of books to sell at the festival and maybe sales will be so wonderful that Barnes and Noble will want to continue. I don't know how that happens, but fingers crossed. I, uh, I, I, I should invite, you know, 500 of my closest friends to come in to request the book at the book festival. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like some insider trading. Some, I'm, I'm inflating the stocks or something. No. Um, but yeah, I, I will be selling all of those directly from my website. So okay. I, as those start to, to, to go away I can look at ordering more uh, my uncle is in printing which has been very helpful uh, because I didn't know that world and I still don't have to because I can just rely on him again part of the team uh, but yes I'm gonna talk to Catherine about uh, plans for maybe a soft cover and then also a coloring book is kind of mm -hmm. something I've thought about as a companion piece to going with it is my nieces will color on everything. And if you don't give them a coloring book, they'll go to the walls. So I think just to help my sister out, I should probably make a coloring book for them. <laughs> That's a fantastic idea for this book. <laughs> I want to come up with some activities for, for the kids. You know, when we, when I go to the school and I, you know, we want to do something that keeps the kids entertained and kind of holds their attention and kind of drives home the message. So we are uh, still 
figure I'm, I'm still figuring that out uh, of what the activities are going to be but there's some stuff in the works and then I have other books uh, other stories in mind actually my mom wrote a, wrote a book that I'm going to be helping her uh kind of come in you know kind of what I did with the bird and the whale um getting that made and then I have a couple more stories that I have in in the works that you know we're going to take a little bit of time but uh Whenever I get a chance to get those, you know, pen to paper, I'm gonna I'm gonna get those out under the same Couture Publishing label. Yeah, you got a two month old. You only sleep like you said, four hours. So you're gonna be sleeping an hour and a half when you start writing. <laughs> I know. Well, sometimes you're you know you're up and you're just sitting there and feeding him. Like, all right, well, I, and then a couple of lines will come to me, and I'm like, all right, I'm, I've got him in one arm feeding him, and I'm I'm typing into my cell phone, very multitasking. It's not a glamorous writing process at all, but it is happening slowly. <laughs> um, do you see yourself writing something more other than children's books, um, or are you gonna, first of all, just you know, gear yourself towards uh, children's books for right now? I think right now what I have in mind uh, are more of short stories and children's books. One of them is I have a series that idea. Um, I'm not trying to be the next JK Rowling. I don't mean like that, <laughs> but I, I have a, like a series idea of some characters. So I think I'm going to focus on that. I I've always been a writer. I've always, um, you know, even if it's just my phone, I mean, if I get struck by lightning tomorrow, somebody's going to go through my notes and go like, Oh my goodness, what was this? Is, there's a lot of stuff in here. Um, but uh, I, I'm not sure what the, what would be beyond these next ideas, but I'm not opposed to it. And I, I think just whatever, whatever comes to me, I think I've been very, very lucky with, uh, that it comes to me with such ease. And I, it's something that I'm just going to roll with for now. Uh, I've written some, I've had some pieces that I, I wrote when I was in college. I wrote an essay that, um, I was actually chosen as part of Bono's One campaign and Habitat for Humanity. I got to go to Africa and build houses in Ethiopia because of a piece that I wrote. So I've been very lucky. Um, I'm still very nervous as far as punctuation is concerned. So the editors are my god, a godsend to me. Um, but yeah, I, I think I, I'm definitely interested in, in pursuing that. But for right now, what's kind of coming out of me, and especially in this this stage of my life with having such a young baby and um, hopefully another one in the in the future uh, I think that kids books are my avenue right now but I'm very open that's why I didn't make it the bird and the whale.com you know I, I did control yeah. publishing so I can leave it open and I have the freedom to kind of add to that as the years go on and I'm, I'm excited to do it wow um so I just want everybody to know out there that's listening and going to be watching this that Currently, your book is not available then through like Amazon or any other um, distribution companies, mainly through uh, your website then, correct? Yeah, but it's pretty cheap shipping and I, it all comes directly from us. And I've even outsourced my packing materials from uh, a company that's eco-friendly packing materials and everything is directly done through us. It's, I'm a I'm a small home-based business at this point. So everything is done by myself and my husband and whatever friends that are going to be paid in pizza and wine over the next couple of weeks as we attempt to ship out all these hundreds of book orders that we have. <laughs> um, and, but yeah, so in, eventually, yes. But for right now, um, I'm able to keep up with it just out of the house. Uh, okay. The shipping materials should be here. Very, the books just arrived this week and we're kind of sorting through those right now. And I have to still sign a thousand books. And, uh, and then we're going to start shipping uh, by the end of this month. Everybody's going to start getting them. So 
uh, in the future, yes, I, I would like to branch out. But for right now, I don't have a, a real need to, you know, it's not such a big operation that I that we can't handle it right now. But it's, sure. it's quickly becoming that I'm like, Oh, I have like 100 orders to fill this next week. Like, I'm just trying to like drive them to friends houses and like, you know, try to get them that way. But uh, eventually, yes, I'm, I'm trying to plug in those avenues right now of, of, you know, on Google and Amazon, and um, even like, where they you they create it like it's printed on demand through Ingram Spark and some local bookstores and again the Barnes and Noble thing in October hopefully that pans out so I'm slowly figuring it out but again I'm open to suggestions because I've never done this before. <laughs> One hundred thousand books sold by the end of the year. Your friends are in trouble. Some, I don't want to <laughs> jinx it, but I have some pretty incredible leads from some certain people that have read the book that want to take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. And I can't speak on it right now, but I am I am silently hoping that this all pans out. And I'm kind of over the next couple of months, we're going to know uh, if it's going to it's going to work out and there could be some real distribution changes. And uh, I would be very thrilled to see that happen. Yeah. So I hope you don't mind me asking. It's uh, what really influences you. It's you live in such a um, an area and a world of. I, I'm just going to throw it out there. You know, well-known people. Aside mm-hmm. from that, uh, you live in Sin City area. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are those things out there that really influence how you may write, how you think? Because like I said earlier on, that you are so inclusive. And it just is amazing to me. And it's so refreshing to to speak to somebody that is that genuinely kind and like I said in- inclusive of everything and everyone oh, that's so nice I uh one of the things and when we get to the inclusive part I there's a there's a page on the book where there's this bunch of tiny little people did you see that one where he's in the boat and some are having a picnic I even had a conversation with with Catherine and I said listen I don't want you to drop a bunch of white people just because we're both white I want this to be diverse I want this to be representative of every little you know and again the, the people are so tiny you it's hard to see but i said this book is going to be read by by kids of all different backgrounds and all different ethnicities and i want them to see themselves i want them to be in this book the bird and the whale you know they're animals they're they're you know that's not reflective of, of humans i want them to see that behavior in themselves but even in that small the small little people i wanted it to be diverse so i think that that's something that's very important to me. Las Vegas is a melting pot of all sorts of lifestyles and people and backgrounds. And I'm a third generation Nevadan. I was born and raised in Las Vegas. So I have seen a lot of different people and have been very blessed to work in a lot of different diverse industries. And I have just been very lucky to to be exposed to a lot of things that I think a lot of um, you know, a lot of people, if you, if you grow up in the same, same place and you only know the same people, you maybe don't have that perception, perception, but uh, I wanted that to be reflected in my, in my work. And I wanted to be inclusive. And the story itself, I think is, is part of my desire to create, even if it's just within the book, a world in which I see myself wanting to live, wanting to be a part of, and wanting to foster this diversity and this appreciation for others. Mm-hmm. Um, just to be a little more kind, you know, I want this to be the world that my son grows up in and I want him to be a, a person who is that kind of advocate and who is that kind and who is the, 
a role model. I think that we're all here to just leave the world a little bit better than we found it. We're not here for very long in the grand scheme of things. And, you know, having a kid really put your mortality in check. I mean, you're like, oh my goodness, okay, I'm, I'm, I've got a job to do and I'm so lucky to be able to do it. Uh, but I, I think that this is me kind of wanting to create a world that I want to see, even if it just starts in the book. And I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm not the only person in this, you know, that's looking for this and that's trying to, you know, carry this cause. And if my small contribution is just this book, then, then so be it. Uh, but I think that's where it comes from is that I, I've seen, you know, Las Vegas is a very interesting city <laughs> for, there's a lot of things you can do here. There's a lot of things that are legal here. There's a lot of different people and activities you can participate in. Um, but I, I really wanted to, to create the kind of world that I want my kid to grow up in, even if it's just in a make-believe book. That's good to hear. That's good to hear. And, you know, I just hope the people that are going to watch and listen to this, that they they purchase the book and actually read it and share it with their kids and just really understand what you've really written in there. Cause there truly is a lot of information in such a short story there. There's, you know, I, I already, I don't want to talk too much about it because I don't want to give everything away in the book. It's okay. <laughs> but uh, It's like I said, you're the, the, the fin um, and the, the wings and I particularly love this one particular part in your book. And I don't know if I'm taking it the right way, but this is the way I took it and read into it is when the bird basically wanted to meet the whale and it was up high, and, but it, it kind of waved first. And I took that as- Waved okay, and smiled to avoid any danger. That's right. And I take it as caution. So you don't, you, if you're reading it to your kids or whatever you might be doing, it's like, don't approach strangers or, you know, don't approach something uh, without permission being known or saying hello or something like that. But I, I just took it that yeah. way. I thought that's really cool for the caution and the safety, just how you put that in there with the bird and the whale. I, that part to me was kind of asking permission to, to enter into someone else's space. You know, that just that one little line in my mind, that was her kind of not being so intrusive, you know, she was still inquiring as to, you know, wanting to learn more about the whale, uh, but that that show she waved and she smiled to avoid any danger was uh, kind of the her asking permission before you enter into someone else's space. That was kind of where I was going with that. Now, when we dissect it line by line and my my intent behind everything, everyone's gonna be like, oh, this is so preachy. It's really just a very easy read kids book. You know, it's very cute, but like what you were saying, and I'll I'll show this page since I have it. You know, you're talking about this page of the symmetry between the bird and the whale. That was intentional. I mean, the uh, obviously the dimensions are off because the bird is not that big. It's obviously right. going to be a lot closer. Um, but but that is that's showing that even in our physicality, right? How polar opposite a bird and a whale could be. That when you look at it and you think, aren't wings just like fins with a you know or, or like like a whale of you know the blubber and the wings are, are very similar and feathers. So. That was that was the intention. So I'm glad you picked up on that. <laughs> yeah, it's as you and I have been kept on saying it, it's it's a children's book, but it's a book for everyone because there's a message yeah. in there for um, a two year old, a 10 year old, a 50 year old. There's there's really good messages in there. Thank so. you. I'm, I'm so glad that that came across because, you know, for so long uh, before I was really brave enough to, to show this to somebody besides Ryan. 
Um, I, it just lived in my brain and I'm so glad that now that it's out there and that you, you know, you've, you've read it, that that translates and that that is something that people are going to pick up on. That makes me so happy because this is all I've wanted. You know, I, I really, it's a, it's a quick, short to the point story, but every word is intentional and the, there's a lot more meaning and depth behind the, the little couplets of, of rhyming sentences than, you know, maybe one might originally think. Yeah. And I, like I alluded to at the very beginning where when I was reading it, I had this sense of putting in the cadence or reading it like a Dr. Seuss. And mm-hmm. I, I loved Dr. Seuss. And when I started reading your story, your book, I was like, wow, this reads like that. This is really cool. This is excellent. So thank and you. I don't know yeah, if, I'm I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a successful book. And I'm not a child, but I'm gonna look. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna look forward to. I want to get stuck. (laughs) I want to get stuck in their hair, their heads, and I want them to to request this. I'm coming for you, pout pout fish. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Very popular kids book. (laughs) Um. Yeah. Uh. It's just again for a first time author. It's it's such a such a fantastic book and such a fantastic story. Uh, I I kind of want to pick your brain a little bit more on the and I know you said well can't say certain things, but maybe we'll go into, um, have you actually started with any books, other books, any thoughts or? I do. Uh, I, I'm working my next uh, story that I have in mind. And this, no, I nobody really knows this yet, but it's about um, body image and about, um, I have this idea for a, um, a sea turtle who maybe has something going on with um, their shell, some, some unique attributes to it. And it's kind of about how, uh, about body positivity and about how we can, uh, you know, find confidence in ourselves. But we don't want to give too much away. Hasn't been written yet. Yes. But it's this <laughs> idea that I, that I have, you know, that's, that's going to be there. So, and again, it's not like I'm trying to, you know, get into children's minds i'm not like some trojan horse where i'm trying to indoctrinate children it's, it's all good you know moral you know things of, of of just good being good people and and how to best teach that to our children of of not being afraid of you know not not being afraid of strangers you know you want to you want to make sure you have a healthy appreciation for for you know uh, for other space and and what's safe and what's not but on on the human level and the human experience about how can i help to teach through ways of, you know, colorful children's books and that kind of imagery and the rhyming words and things that relate to kids. How do I teach some of these really important complex lessons that we have to learn later on in life or some of us don't learn later on in life? You know, I know people that aren't as accepting still, Mm -hmm. you know, in their later in life, but how do I teach this? And and this is my way of doing it is is through the medium of poetry and, and rhyming and those bright colors and those that imagery uh, that that you can kind of get those across. So I've kind of toyed around with that, and then I have another series idea, but I, that hasn't fully been fleshed out yet. So I'm not going to mention that. <laughs> hey, do me a favor, write a, a, a children's sci-fi book. Oh man, oh my! That's what I'm wondering. Like, is my imagination ready for that? Just uh, I have one of the ideas is actually a. Uh, a book that my grandfather, before he passed, he had started writing with my cousin, um, who's a fire captain. He's a paramedic firefighter, EMT, you know, in, in California. And 
has the story of, of a little kid who wants to be a firefighter and his Dalmatian sidekick and they, you know, their, their adventures. And my grandfather had started writing it and had started illustrating it with my cousin, my cousin's husband. And uh, he reached out after the bird and the whale and he and I want to team up and finish literally what my grandfather started. And, fin- and I would like to step in and, and finish the book. Um, that my grandpa has started. So we've got a lot of stuff in the works. I'm very excited. And some of it is going to be my own original content. And some of it's going to be, you know, helping, you know, whether it's my mom with her book, which is fantastic as well. And, and finishing what my grandpa started. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm very excited. I'm a little busier than I thought I was going to be. <laughs> this is a yeah, you're making yourself even more busy. Yeah, I, I didn't realize. And one of the things that I've been very, you know, very lucky to, to do is, you know, figure this out on my own. Uh, but I've had so many people reach out, like a dozen people have reached out to either me or some family members going, hey, I have this idea, but I don't know how to, I don't know what to do. And I don't know how to make this book a reality. And so people have reached out to me asking for help with publishing their own work yeah. and, you know, getting their own books out there. And Listen, I'm I'm not one to to hoard this information, and I don't I don't want you to have to. If I can learn something that helps you out with your journey, I want your book to get out there. It's not a competition. There's there's a lot of kids and a lot of bedtimes, and you know we we got to get this stuff out. So I'm I'm hoping that I can uh, you know do some sort of like Facebook Live or some sort of event to kind of help people that have never uh, published a book before to kind of go, hey, this is what I did. I'm not saying it's perfect, but it worked thus far and help others on, you know, figure out how to get their work published as well. So. Wow. Really, really nice of you. Um, <laughs> so, you know, like you're saying that people are reaching out to you to say, Hey, what am I going to do? How do I do this? Can you help now that you have your publishing company is, is that publishing company? Do you f- foresee it being a publishing company where you would publish other people's works or are you going to keep it to where you're just going to uh, mainly publish your works or close family member type of things I would love to be able to branch out you know I I think that uh this is what I I plan to do everyone's like are you just are you just going to be a stay-at-home mom like listen there's no just about it that is way tougher work than my husband going to the gym every day I'll tell you that right now I'd rather go and, and do payroll and, and deal with employees than <laughs> some days you need just a break. Um, not, not that I don't love being home, but it, yeah. it is a full-time, it is a full-time thing. Uh, but I think that this is going to be what I do. I don't think, I don't foresee myself going back to working a traditional nine to five. Mm-hmm. Um, although lunch breaks and being able to go to the bathroom whenever you want does sound very appealing. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, I think this is what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to stick with uh, the books and, I, I do think that the next one I'm going to work on is the story that my mom wrote. It's a really sweet story about uh, a, a, a mouse. Uh, this is just a bit. It's that thing in the wall. It's about a mouse and a baby. And it's written from both perspectives. And they each are afraid of the other thing in the wall because they make sounds and noises. Oh. And they're each afraid. It's a very cute story. And she's she's uh, been working on that for a while. So I think that's our next project is we're going to I'm gonna help my mom work on her her story. And I'd love to be able to branch out, you know, once I get better at this and I kind of establish those relationships with retail partners and I kind of have a, have made my, a name for myself. And I think people take me seriously because that's one thing I'm, you know, this is for real. Like I, I have the domain and the store and the business license and we pay quarterly taxes. Like this is happening. This is a real, store publishing is a real company, is a real business. 
Um, I think people wouldn't hear self-publish. It's like, I didn't just print some books on, you know, printmybook.com, you know, right. like I, I, it's a real thing. And I, and I really put, these are hardcover books. You know, that was something I really wanted. I wanted it to be, you know, a really high quality product. And I wanted it to be something that was printed on good paper and that the colors were amazing and, and that people could really see that there was some effort that went into this. So um, I'd like to put my name on other pieces as well and to help other people kind of get to this stage. So fingers uh, crossed. They are. Uh, how big is that book? It looks like it's a pretty good size. It'd be nice to put on a table because mm-hmm. like you said, a hardbound, hardback uh, cover book, and it looks really nice. Is it? Yeah, it's like eight and a half by 11. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's a good, it's a good size book. I mean, this is, it's, it's decent. I don't have a giant head, so, but, but yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it is there. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's basically like a, you know, piece of notebook paper, maybe a little bit bigger to the, the, dust jacket and whatnot but yeah it's it's something that I I wanted to come out swinging I didn't want to just print a, a, a soft cover book and and kind of phone it in I really wanted to create something that was going to be durable and especially I've seen what kids do to books you know I'm mm-hmm. I'm sure they're going to get you know ripped and and whatnot but at least the card you know the hard cover is going to protect it for a little longer and when it gets ripped and torn Come back and buy another one. They can, they can buy another book. Yes, I'll even sign it. But yeah, the first thousand are going to be signed. So I'm, I'm working on that. That's quite a, a process to, to get all those opened up and, you know, to do it in between nap time and feeding and bath time. But uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. And I, it was incredible this last week when actually my sister was in town from Iowa with my nephews and they, their names are in the, the thank you. You know, the dedication is to a bunch of my nieces and nephews and my son. And to be able to open it up and hold my book in my hand for the first time. And then I opened it and I showed my nephews that their names were in the book and it just blew their minds. He was like, that is so cool. He's like, yes. Like I said, you're famous. Like your, your name's in a book. Like look at you big shot. It was really fun to, to be able to share that with them and, and to experience that last week. Cause you know, there's been years coming and then all of a sudden one day I just was holding it in my hand and it's, it's on, it's on my counter right now. And so we've, started delivering to uh to friends that are very that live near us and that are that are close and so we're getting it out there and I'm looking forward to seeing a second wave of people um we had an incredible turnout for uh the you know for people wanting to support the book and you know sales right off the bat but I'm, I'm really excited to see people starting to share it once they've actually read it because you know it's a pretty small group of people who I've actually let read the book mm-hmm. uh so you're you're in that now you got a sample pdf that I know you won't share with anybody else but uh, it's, I'm excited to see what the feedback is from people once they actually get to read it, because, you know, this is my first book. People don't know me as an author. You know, this is something that I'm, this is a new, a new chapter in my life. It's all about new stuff this year. New mom, new author. There's all sorts of stuff going on here. And we're getting back to normal. <laughs> oh, I know. I, this is all great. I'm, I'm vaccinated and ready to go out into the world once it's not 117 degrees, because it is very hot in Las Vegas right now. My poor um, son has not been out of the house at all. He doesn't really know that there's an outside world. He sees trees <laughs> out of the window and he's like, mm, you're keeping something from me, lady. Yeah, I'm supposed to be going there soon. And I think I'm going to wait. <laughs> yeah, wait but until the end of August. August? <sighs> Actually, I might do August. Um, hey, so can you just once again repeat for everybody listening and watching where they can get this book of yours? 
Yes, my book, The Bird and the Whale, is available at couturepublishing.com. Uh, the first thousand copies that I uh, will sell will be hardcover with dust jackets. And I will be personally signing all of those books. And we are shipping personally from our own in-home small business. So we're, we're looking forward to getting that to everybody in a speedy way. And we're using eco-friendly packing materials, <laughs> which uh, should be delivered sometime this week. So uh, hopefully those will all start shipping in the next couple of weeks. And we should have everything out by the end of the month. So couturepublishing.com. And you can learn a little bit about myself and about Catherine, my illustrator, and uh, there's a link where you can sign up for a newsletter, which I'm not spamming people because I don't have anything to really update yet. But as things happen, like the Las Vegas Book Festival that I'll be a part of in October, and as future books and, and appearances and things come, uh, I'll be letting people know uh, through my website, through the email. Cool. Yeah, you guys. So CouturePublishing.com. So this is author, first time author, Emily Couture. So, yeah. and if you're in the Vegas area, that's when... Uh, October's the uh, the Vegas book show. Las Vegas Book Festival is in October. Yeah, you can go to the the website to check. I think it's October twenty third is the actual date. So uh, before then, I'll be going to some schools and doing some readings in classrooms and kind of getting first first hand feedback from the kids, which I'm really excited. I've we've read it to just family members, kids so far. So I'm really excited to have them in classroom, one on one, real time experience with them and how they how they take the book. You know some little focus groups if you will <laughs> but yeah that'll be in October and hopefully it'll just keep going from there but the bird and the whale has been a long time coming and I feel like I've had two babies this year you you pretty much have so yeah. I congratulate you on the birth of the actual son and the birth yes. of your book your first book so thank you so much I really appreciate you talking to me about this this has been such a pleasure uh, to talk about something that has meant so much to me and I'm, I'm really glad that it resonated with you and that you were interested. And um, thanks to Randy for, you know, for recommending it and for, for getting us in touch. You know, he's a pretty good father-in-law. You know, I think I'll keep him. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's, he's a good, a good guy. guy. He's all right. <laughs> he's wonderful. <laughs> we actually named our son. Um, Randy is RDC or his initials. And my husband is RDC, you know, Ryan, Randy, Ryan. And our son's name is Rhett. So he's carrying on the couture boy, you know, tradition of the the family initials so nice there's going to be a, a race team too pretty soon with those initials wow what a fascinating person she is and a real go-getter i hope you enjoyed watching and listening to this as much as i did um, thanks again to randy couture for getting me uh in contact with emily couture and remember that's Emily Couture. She is a brand new author of the children's book. And you can always go to www.couturepublishing.com and you can order the book and you can find out more information about uh, Emily and the illustrator. Thanks again for joining me. My name is Chuck Tuck and I am your host. So long.